You're listening to Productivity on Purpose, Episode 32. Three negative thoughts that kick my butt, and I think they're going to kick yours too. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Rithu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Welcome to the Productivity on Purpose podcast. I'm Ridhu Parikh, and I am so thankful that you're here. Listen, if you're listening at this very moment, it might be because you need to hear exactly what I'm going to be talking about right now. And here's what this episode is about. Your thoughts are powerful. If you learn to use them the right way, you will greatly impact your life, your relationships, your behaviors, your actions, and your results. So today I'm talking not just only those positive thoughts that we're always hearing about and all the positivity in the world, but actually I'm turning the turning things on its head today and talking about the negative things, but in a really positive way. If you believe in universal signs, you might also be listening to this podcast at this very moment because you're feeling overwhelmed, anxious, like the world is on top of you, things are falling apart, and you would love some support. If that is you, if you are hearing this real time, if it is before October 3rd, 2020, then pause this right now. That's right, pause it. Go on overs to your Google or your Chrome or Safari or wherever you get on to online and type in lifeisorganized.com forward slash L-I-O, lifeisorganized.com forward slash L-I-O. Now, I'm holding a free training on October 3rd, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, and you can figure out all the other time zones called Overwhelmed, Overstretched, and Over It. And this is a my keynote speech that I am paid literally thousands of dollars for every time I give this talk. I was, this is the first time that I'm doing it for free to my audience, and I want you there. And it, it is 100% tips, strategies, tools to make your life easier. This is for the woman who's doing it all, who's always feeling distracted, can't focus, um, find yourself procrastinating, feeling overwhelmed and and overscheduled and scattered. This is for you. You don't want to miss it. And there is no fluff. Y'all, I'm jumping right in on the hour and we'll be ending at you know, four, four to five o'clock again, that's central. We'll be taking your questions at the end, and this is 100% support for you. So, again, get on over there, sign up for that. Okay, now let's jump into what we're doing today. So, as I mentioned, I, uh, you know, we're talking about your thoughts today. And if you've been with me for a while, whether it's been on this podcast or just in other ways we've connected, like on my blog or for many years when I was in home organizing, I did videos, maybe you've read my book, whatever it is, you know, I am pretty happy. Like I'm pretty energetic and I am positive. I just am a positive person. 
And the truth is what you see or what you hear or what you read is really what you get. In fact, it's one of the greatest compliments I can get when someone who knows me online or maybe they know me like through my blogs or again through Facebook or through my book and then we meet in person and they're like, oh, you're exactly how you sounded or you're exactly what I thought you were going to be. And that makes me so happy because this is this is me, I'm not like put on an act here. So I consider myself this pretty positive person. Although I've got to say, I didn't really know that. Like, I think you only know what you know, right? And I grew up in a household with two very positive parents. Like the things, they always saw everything from, you know, the, the glass was half full and how can we make, you know, the lemonade out of lemons? And they just were both, you know, even when things were going wrong. And I couldn't appreciate that till I was much older in my life, how much stress I think my parents, you know, were under in certain periods, but they never let it show. Like they would never wanted myself, my brother to ever to get worried or be anxious. So it was just, it was just a very positive environment. So I didn't necessarily know that that's the type of person I was and that was my personality. I just thought, I just thought that's how people are, right? Until I got married and I feel like this is going to come out really badly and I don't want it to come out badly. I, I mean, just, I, my husband is amazing. Like I really won the lottery on that. He's a gem. However, like being married to him now and getting to know him, I realize more and more that, you know, I am that half glass full person and he's that half glass empty person. And this is why I think we're such a great balance, right? It's like everything's not through my rose colored glasses and everything is not through his. The world is going to collapse on us. We come together in the middle and can really find, you know, a good grounding for us and our family. So, you know, I, I realized, I think even more so kind of being married to him that there's just people just have different personalities and you come with different perspectives and you have different maybe family upbringings and just all these different things that kind of make you who you are or just innately, you know, how you are born. Um, and so for me, positivity hasn't been something that I've had to like necessarily work on in my life. It's sort of just come to me. However, given that, I do implement practices associated with positivity that I've grown into later in life, probably just in the last, you know, I don't know, five to eight years. So some of them I've mentioned before, gratitude, that was a recent episode, and I'll link to that because it was really specific ways that I make, that I do gratitude that's, you know, beyond just like journaling and it makes me actually do it and adds positivity to my life. Um, I love exercising, or I don't necessarily love it, let's put it this way, I, I do it a lot because I know it makes me feel really good. I do journal, I'll sometimes do visualization practices, I'll sometimes maybe even do a like a visual a board, I have, I'll write my goals, like I do these things that you'll hear often or like this is what positive people really do, right? And I'm not consistent that I'm doing all of them every day, I'm certainly not, but I do some of them some of the time, so it just adds to sort of my demeanor, I guess, my personality, especially given in the times that we are right now that are crazy and have a growing family and business. There's just so much going on, like all of us, right? But here's what's really interesting, I think, or really crazy, is that I also rely on some negative thoughts and beliefs in order to get myself out of bad habits and do things that get me out of my comfort zone and that also make me do things I don't want to do. And I kind of have to come to it from a negative perspective instead of a really positive perspective. Instead of saying all the great positive mantras or like, you can do this or you're the best or you're a leader, right? It's like I actually use some negative beliefs or thoughts for myself to get me motivated to get stuff done. 
And I never really thought about it uh, till recently. And someone, I was sharing one of them with a friend. And she's like, that that is really good. But I've never really heard you say anything negative. And I was like, oh. I mean, and not to say, okay, when I... St- when I say that, it doesn't mean I don't complain and I don't have negative thoughts. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying in the, in when I'm thinking about like training and I'm coaching, you know, in that perspective, I'm not really obviously going around saying really negative things. So she was saying, well, wow, that's, that's a negative thought you're having, but it's really helped you motivate and get things done. And so then I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? There's probably three of them. I think there's three negative mantras or like or sentences or statements that I say to myself that really give give me the kick in the butt that I need and get me to do the things that you know I I'm a little bit uncomfortable doing but they always pay off in the end. So the first one I'm just did this this morning which is why this was so time which is why actually I was so um what inspired me I guess for this episode. So the first one is this. I'm not motivated and I can't wait around for motivation. I'm not motivated and I can't wait around for motivation. So here's the deal. I believe that if we wait around to get motivated to do the things we don't want to do, there's a good chance you won't be doing those things for the next five years. (laughs) Am I right? Whether it's just like paying a bill or picking up something off the steps to go put it upstairs, to recording a podcast, to organizing a drawer, to paying an an, an invoice or getting back to someone in an email you don't want to do, to getting to the gym, to going for a walk, to doing the dishes at night instead of the morning. There's always these things that we're procrastinating, we don't want to do, we're just not motivated about it. And so I can sit here and I can pretend and I can tell myself, listen, you're a go-getter, you're a leader, this is what you should do. But I realize that it's better to just tell myself, I can't wait around for motivation because that tells me that it doesn't, it ain't coming, it ain't coming, it doesn't matter how long I wait around, I'm not really going to want to feel like doing it. That's just the truth. And so when I remind myself, I can't wait around for motivation, I'm not going to be motivated, just do it. That makes me get off my butt often and do the thing. So this morning, I actually woke up really early. I just couldn't sleep. So I was just up at like 4 or 4.30 in the morning and couldn't sleep, couldn't sleep, kept trying to go back to sleep. Finally got out of bed at like 5.30 and uh, just started right now. One of the reasons when I was up in the morning, I woke up to the bathroom, but then I was awake and I was thinking about some writing I wanted to do. I had this great idea for a blog. So I finally get out of bed and I'm really excited about it because I don't want to lose the thought. That's my scary thing. I just jump, you know, get on my computer and start typing and I had this great like, you know, one hour or maybe almost an hour and a half before the kids get up and I had to, you know, get them to school and all that. And I got this great work in, like something that I would have done later in the day was already done in the morning get up, you know, have my tea, take my son to school, come back. And at that point, that it was about eight o'clock. And typically by then, I've already exercised like seven to eight or like seven to 7.30 or whatever time. I'll go for my walk and um, I've already done it. And so when I walk back in the house, I was like, I do not feel like doing this right now. I just want to get in the shower and just move on with my day. And even though it's this gorgeous day, it's absolutely beautiful. There's no reason for me not to be motivated other than I just didn't feel like going. And so I told myself this morning as I was literally just about to like, I was like, oh, screw it. I'm going to go get in the shower. I want to get ready. I was just thinking, you're not going to be motivated, Mirthu. It's not going to happen. You can't wait around to get motivated and just think it's going to come to you because it's not, right? And so I'm saying these really negative things to myself because th- that's the truth. And 
And I was just, I knew, I was like, you just got to do the action because you're not going to get motivated. Like, stop thinking because in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'll do it later once I get dressed or, you know, after, you know, after lunch. And meanwhile, I know from history, I know from my, you know, the way I operate that that's just not going to happen. The chances of me going to exercise after I'm showered and, you know, fix my hair, got my clothes on, is just not going to happen. So I'm always telling myself this. I can't wait around for motivation. I don't have motivation, so I've got to take action despite of it. Okay, so it's something that you should think about. Is that something that you think would help you when you're trying to convince yourself or trick yourself into thinking, I'm going to get motivated later, or, you know, I can't get motivated, or I'll wait around, or tomorrow I'll be motivated. Instead, just say, no, you're not. You're not going to be motivated, so just get going because the action is what incites motivation. Okay, number two kind of negative thought or negative belief that I have to tell myself when I'm going to trick myself into thinking something else is this, I won't remember that. I will not remember it. I won't. So won't, negative word, I won't remember that. So now I've trained myself to think when I have a thought, right, when I'm like, oh, wait, I got to pick that thing up from the grocery store, or I've got to email that person, or have this really creative idea, or I got to write that blog post, and I think, oh, I'll just remember that later. Right. Or someone tells me, read that book. I'll remember that. Or, you know, you got to look into this website. You got to like check out this, you know, camp for your kids or you got to, you know, oh, there's the best recipe or I'll remember that later. No, I literally tell myself, I won't remember that. And by the way, this is the tip that I was telling my friend that I share in the training that every time you get the thought, I'll remember that later. I want you to flip it on its head and make it totally negative and say, no. I have no memory, can't do it, not going to remember it, it's going to fall out of my head, I won't remember that. And by telling myself that, it makes me actually write the thought down, write it down, get it out of my head, get it out of that email, get it out of the text, get it out of that conversation, get it out of you know, that person's mouth and into my brain because that's as good as gone. I will not remember it later. There's just too many things for too many people all the time, all the details. And that's why stuff falls through the cracks or I'm wasting my time. Maybe you can relate to this, trying to remember where did I put that or where did I, you know, where is that thought or what did they say? Um, And I write it down. Now, I will say that I write it all down in one place. I will also link to a previous episode on my bestie place, which is Evernote, but there's many other tools or places you can use. It's not about the tool. It's about it's about the strategy of putting it all in one place, but it's got to start with, the, with just putting it down somewhere, just getting it out of your head and putting it down on paper or digital. That's the first step. So my second negative belief, my negative thought that I feed myself, that I tell myself every time I think, I'll remember that, even if it's just like my husband's like, oh, wait, yeah, can you, um, can you, you know, can you call the whatever, the lecture company and, you know, switch switch our bills or something? I'll be like, yeah, I'll do it later. No, 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 I got to write it down because I will not remember that. Okay, so let's move to the third one. This is a big one. This is one that I struggle with every single day. And I want to say almost every moment of every day. And I have to constantly remind myself this. And it is, I have no willpower. I have no willpower, friend. I don't know about you, but I'm thinking you have no willpower either, even if you think you do, because you might have it for some of the things, but not all the things and definitely not the important things. So here's what I'm talking about. When I'm sitting down and like this morning when I was like, oh, I'm going to have this great idea and I just want to sit here and quiet and write my blog, 
I might think to myself, I know I did. I know I thought, well, I'm I'm just, I'm in such a groove right now, in such a flow. I won't check my email or I won't check my WhatsApp or my Facebook or my text when, you know, if I get some notification or something comes up or if I just like see the number on my phone or I won't get distracted if, you know, someone's calling in or texting me in the morning or, um, you know, I, I just won't, I won't, I won't. no. No, 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 no. I have to stop thinking that because the truth is I will. I will check my email. I will check my social media. I will get distracted. I will look at that notification. So now I just tell myself I have no willpower. I have no willpower. It's so much easier to just accept that than to like keep telling myself that I'm not going to check it. I'm not going to get distracted. I'm not going to get caught up into that. That's just a big fat lie. So by telling myself I have no willpower, it actually makes me take action on that particular distraction. So it's actually close the tab for the email or put leave the phone in my bedroom while I'm, you know, in my living room or in my kitchen typing up that blog. Or on a different note, it's like the same thing with with sugar right now. Like I'm like really trying to cut down on sugar and I so you know, in the beginning it was kind of like, okay, well I can't get all the sugar out of our house because we have other people here who are enjoy it and and they're, you know, that's fine for them to have it just because I'm cutting down. I'm not going to get rid of everything. And so I thought, okay, if I just kind of, you know, keep it out of sight a bit, it won't, you know, it's going to get off the counter. I won't ever want it. I won't crave it. I won't reach for it. It's just not going to work. So I kind of have to eliminate it more. Now, again, not 100%, but some of the things I was only buying for myself I just won't buy it. I buy the stuff for the kids that they really enjoy, but not so much for me. If we have a leftover cake or cookies or brownies from like a party or their birthday or something, it is given away. It is given away or it is thrown away because I am the one who will inhale it, all of it, every last crumb and morsel. Yeah, that will be me, not my kids. It is me. So there are things that I'm like, I just have to eliminate and not believe I'm just going to avoid because... Because I've told myself that, like I won't check the email, I won't check the text. No, turn off the phone, leave it in the other room, close the tab, put the, you know, throw out the extra sugar, um, you know, put it in a bottom drawer somewhere where it's out of sight. Like there's just ways to totally kind of eliminate it from your, from your touch, from your sight, from your hearing it, whether it's like a vibrating phone, you know, these are the things and I'm constantly telling myself, I have no willpower. Willpower doesn't work. Willpower sucks. There's so much willpower you've got to use for so many things over the course of the day that just constantly tempting yourselves and thinking I'll just rely on my willpower, you know, it's just, it's not going to work. And so that's something that I, you know, tell myself, and even if it's like, sometimes it's just like binge watching TV, right? I'm like, um, if I don't get up after that first show, let's say I'm watching, you know, Parks and Rec is my thing right now. Uh, it, oh, oh, Cobra Kai. Oh, that one I couldn't stop. But I watch one and I know I only have that much time. I really need to be doing other things. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to watch a 20-minute show. But you know how Netflix is. They're so dang good at this. It just like the next show comes, the next show comes. I know that if I don't get up, if I don't just turn off, like just literally turn the power off on that remote, I'm going to get sucked into the next one because you know what? I got no willpower. Right. So this is something I have to remind myself of, this kind of negative thought, but it what it does is it, it incites a very positive action. It gets me up off my butt to make a change in my behavior or a change in my action so that I do something that's a bit uncomfortable. It's out of my comfort zone, right? To turn it off or to close the tab or to put the phone away or whatever it may be. But it always serves me well. It serves me in the most productive, in the most 
prosperous way, more most successful way that really enables me to be successful and re- have great results and ultimately just enhances my positivity. So that negative thought enhances my positivity and I know it can do the same for you. So on that note, you know I always love to leave you with a challenge. So I want to make your time absolutely 100% worth it here. You spent the last, I don't know, 18, 19, 20 minutes with me. And so do this. Make this time worth it. And today's action is to pick one of these negative thoughts and add them to your arsenal of mantras, right? Like, what's it going to be? Are you going to tell yourself, hey, I cannot wait from around for motivation. I'm not motivated. Will you tell yourself, I'm not going to remember that. I will not remember that. Or will you tell yourself, I have no willpower. Can't do it. Not going to happen. I have no willpower. So let me know which one's going to be. Like seriously, come on over and share with me. I would love to cheer you on, to help guide you, to answer any questions, and just be your your buddy online here. So you know you can come on over anytime to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast. Click on that podcast and Um, let me know in the comments and I'd love to be there for you. Remember, one last thing, if you are hearing this real time, if it's before October 3rd, 2020, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash L-I-O, L-I-O for Life is Organized. I am holding my overwhelmed, overstretched, and over it keynote speech, first time live, free for my audience. It's going to be amazing, jam-packed with tips, tools, strategies on how to take control of your day, how to avoid distractions, and how to focus on the most meaningful things in your life so you get more done with less stress. If that sounds good to you, you know where to come to. That's lifeisorganized.com forward slash L-I-O. And for more free resources, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. Funny how I did that. All right, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have enjoyed your time as much as I have. Um, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for your positive vibes and energy. Know that I'm sending them back your way. And I will see you, hear you, I guess. Uh, Or you will hear from me again, same time, same place, one week from today. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.